the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. This is the EP Podcast. My name is Chris. That's Hannah over there. We're sitting in my basement bar. It's nine feet long. How old is this bar now? I would say it's almost 10 years old. Yeah. And I've got to, what I need to do is I need to kind of, I got to fix a few little things. I've got to probably put some more urethane on the top of it and kind of, bars get beat up. Yeah. And I don't expect it to be perfect, but there's little things that are like falling apart. Like it was my first construction thing that I had ever done. Right. I took this bar. And I built it, I went like on this website called the Bar Plan, I think it was barplan.com or something like that. What you did is, for $25, I couldn't believe it, they must be like, nobody's really going to buy these plans. Because their whole business model was, for $25, you got access to their entire system of how to build a bar. Okay. So, what you do is, you can either pick from their pre-done plans... And just go out and buy stuff. Or you can get the customized thing. And that was, I think that was still in the $25 plan that I, I paid. And you get this thing where you could basically put the dimensions in you want. And it spits out directions on how to build a bar. Oh, nice. So I had like never. customized. Right. I had never built a bar in my life. I had never built anything in my life. I had never done any woodworking or anything like that. So what I did is I, I sat down here in the basement and I used like duct tape. And I said, okay, these are the dimensions. Okay. So I kind of like mapped it out on the floor and then I looked at like, okay, how high is a bar generally, you know, because I, I knew I'm going to have to buy bar stools. I don't want things to be the wrong height and everything okay. like that. I'm trying to figure that all out. And I get all those measurements put in and it spits out directions for me. And then it's like, you need this many two by fours. You need this much this. You need, if you want to have an oak finish, you got to go buy these types of pieces of oak and everything like that. You see, they must think that after it gets spit out. You're going to be like, oh, no way I can do this. And just, you don't care. You gave them $25. I was crazy enough to follow the plans. <laughs> but it worked out for you. It did. But halfway through, I had to kind of like start improvising. Because it would be like, you need a 13-inch piece of wood here. And I'm like, I only have nine inches left. <laughs> like, this bar is, looks good. But if I shove a 13-inch piece of wood in there, something else is going to come out wrong. So you, as you're doing it, you're adjusting as you're going along. Like, mm-hmm. you start with the basic plan and you do it. And then finishing it and everything else like that. But there are mistakes that I made. Like, I don't know how anything works with wood. So I took, like, wood putty yeah, when I would have a crack. Putty. And I would just <laughs> shove the wood putty in there. And I'm like, and I asked, I remember I asked somebody at, like, Fox Lumber up on Cicero. I was like, oh. Uh, what do I do with the cracks in the wood? They're like, oh, you just stick a little wood putty in there. Then you just, you know, sand it and stain. Well, I'm thinking the wood putty's going to look just like the wood. <laughs> so I got clumps of wood putty in the weirdest places where I was just convinced. In the corners. Once I stain this thing, it's just going to just blend. blend. No, it doesn't blend. Plus, the wood putty falls apart. So after all of these years, that stuff is starting to crumble a little bit inter- internally. So I could see that. Unless it has urethane over it. So the urethane is what's really holding the wood putty in at this point. So for me, I'm like, I could see it starting to crack. And I'm like, I need to get this fixed like immediately. So this is a project that's coming up for me. Okay. I went on a tangent there. It looks nice though. It looks very nice. Well, I appreciate that. It was. It's nice when people come down here and they sit here because they never understand what it actually looks like. See what I'm saying? They don't it's, actually it's, get it's like what it is. It's a big solid bar. I mean, it's solid wood, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. 
You could do all kinds of things to it. I've lit it on fire. It, actually, I mistakenly almost burned the house down. I think this is going to outlast your house. Oh, it is. This is where I hide when the zombie horde attacks. I'm getting behind this thing. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the most stable thing in the entire house. Oh, but yeah. I, I one time had a candle that exploded on top of it because we forgot to blow it out at night. And I came down the next morning and there was just like just a, a mark where the candle had exploded on top of the bar. And then like the part where it burned out on top of the urethane. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So, I mean, like it's. It's had some weird things happen to it. Like, I mean, the first time I built it, I was like, well, hopefully it doesn't get ruined by like one of my idiot friends. And before that night was over, your husband showed up and threw his keys across it. <laughs> That's what he does. He just started, I'm like, That's brand new does. bar. I'm like, hey, welcome my new crash. Keys go across the thing. Slams his knee into the side of the thing. Well, if it can't and, like, handle that, like, then how much can it? Well, really that was handle? my thing. He was my test. That's why okay. he was the first person I invited over. Okay. Well, it, I, I was like, bring over Dave. Dave will take care of this. I'm going to find out the thing sticks together. And it worked. Gather around, Evergreen Parkers. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. At the end of July, The Village sent out your 2019-2020 vehicle sticker forms. So you can renew by mail. If you didn't get them yet, you might want to stop by the Village Hall. They say if you renew by mail, it is the easiest way. If you do it at the beginning of the month, you don't even need to worry. They process it and send it right out the day they receive the payment in the mail. It is a quick turnaround, but you can always stop in the Village Hall, do it at the beginning of the month, end of the month, long lines. And you also have 95th and Kedzie, the currency exchange. They will have them there as well. The Village is also offering again this year their 50-50 sidewalk program. You got a broken piece of concrete, one of the sidewalk squares need to be repaired in front of your house, they'll pay 50%, you pay 50%, you split the cost, $85 for you to replace the square. You can call right now, 708-422-1562 and make an appointment to have a street department rep stop by and take a look at it. They're doing those visits now in the month of August with the majority of the work to be done in September. That is your EP word on the street. Before we move on, I want to tell you about something that I learned about at the end of last week. And I'm very, very excited about it. It is not happening in Evergreen Park, but the EP podcast is going to be out there because the broadcast basement on-demand radio network, which produces several different podcasts, including the EP podcast, has been invited to participate and actually record from the first ever Dixie Highway Brewery Trail Oktoberfest. They just announced this thing. It's happening on October the 19th. Seven different breweries all getting together and having an Oktoberfest. They're only selling 200 tickets to this event. They got general admission and VIP packages. It's all going to be held in Blue Island at the Blue Island Beer Company, and I'll be there. Once again, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, October the 19th. Blue Island Beer Company, 13357 Old Western Avenue in Blue Island. Get those tickets now. We will see you out there. The EP Podcast rolls on. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. Went on vacation. I don't think a lot of people noticed it, but we did. Uh, the Lanuti family went on vacation. You and I recorded not only the show that the Unidad one-year anniversary was on, 
which was a fun show, but we also recorded the show after that. So the last two shows were recorded and ready to go. I went to the Unidad event on the 18th and left town on the 19th. I remember that. I got up in the on the morning of the 19th and Erica's like getting the kids together to leave and I'm taking the audio from the Unidad and I'm just putting it into the, the show and then I'm just r- arranging everything and just putting the shows. It took me like an hour to, to like finish up what I had to do and then I was on the road. And I did that because I didn't tell anybody I was going on vacation because... I'm pretty honest about what my name is. I live in Evergreen. We don't need any more hints. Like, this guy's out of town. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You have we don't need problems hints. with the Christmas lights right. being tampered with. So. We, don't, we don't want hints. Like, hey, let's try to figure out where this guy lives and rob him blind. So I was like, I didn't want to give out anything. So anyway, we get on the road, and I've decided that I hate the state of Wisconsin. Why? Oh, I hate the entire state of Wisconsin. By the time that I went, we went up to, we went to about three and a half hours north of Minneapolis in in Minnesota to go fishing on a lake called Lake Winnebagosh. I had no idea how to pronounce that. It's a cutfoot Sioux Lake that was off of Lake Winnebagosh. It's a ginormous lake. Like you can get in a, in a uh, speedboat, hit 40 miles an hour on the speedometer and ride for an hour and not hit the other side of it. Wow. It's crazy. It's one of these ginormous lakes up in Minnesota. So we go up there, we're at, we, we got into like this little resort thing, we've got cabins and everything, but on the way up, it was amazing to me how horrible the state of Wisconsin is to people that want to visit the state of Wisconsin or drive through the state of Wisconsin. It's ridiculous. So you're driving, let's say you're going to Minnesota, you're going to Minneapolis. So the, the basic standard way to get there is to get on 90, get to like around Rockford, Head up what is like 39, you know, it, it, they call it 90, 94, 39. It's all like they're like 94 joins in at one point again. But for at one point, it's 90 slash 39. Then it becomes 39, 94. It just and, and you eventually work your way up and you get to Minnesota. OK. OK. The moment you hit the state of Wisconsin, it goes from four lanes to two. It, 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 there's a three lane section there for maybe a couple of miles as Illinois is starting to wind down because Illinois is very aware that, Min- that Wisconsin's terrible. Okay. And then you you get to Wisconsin and it goes to two lanes like immediately. So you're riding along and traffic is busy, but it's moving at the speed limit or above the speed limit. And then you lose two and lanes. And then all of a sudden you lose lanes. Now you enter Wisconsin with less lanes and it's nothing but construction. From the moment you hit the border, it's construction. If you have a lake house, like let's say you're from Evergreen and you happen to have a lake house or a cottage, you're going to visit anybody in Wisconsin, just, just don't go because the entire state is nothing but construction. And then what stinks about it is there's so many people trying to make the travels through. You're either going up to go to Minneapolis or you're stopping at the Dells or you're going to Madison or you're going to some lake up in Wisconsin. You're doing your summer plans that you've taken this mass of humanity leaving Arguably the second or third biggest area of people, depending on how you slice up L.A. in the country, you're taking people from Chicago, you're funneling them up this road and you drop it down the two lanes in nothing but construction. And then what happens is they never reduce the one lane, but they'll just keep warning you construction's coming. So the <laughs> idiots on the road and I have decided the idiots are all those with Wisconsin plates because Illinois plates, they're not afraid of traffic. They're like, we see construction all the time. We eat that for breakfast. But the Wisconsiners don't know what to do. So as they approach, 
they start breaking, entering in the construction area, like when it becomes like more intense construction. But even though they're not losing another lane, they're still down to two, as they break, they start this ripple effect where there were so many times that I'm actually parked on the highway. I'm stopped and I'm stopped for like two, three minutes. And then I start going again and I never see anything that caused it. There's never a lane closure. There's never an accident. There's never looky-loos looking at some kind of thing that happened with the police or some kind of action. It just stops. It just stops. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. They just stop for no reason on the highway. And then we all just take a rest. We have a piece of cheese. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We talk about the Packers, and then we continue moving on. This must be what Wisconsin does. I hate the state of Wisconsin. Just for that. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> I'm riding with three kids and, and, and Erica, who's not a, not the calmest of all passengers in the car. I mean, the poor woman's been in several accidents and over her life where she's been blindsided by somebody. So she's just nervous in heavy traffic. And I'm just in the car with like the three screaming kids. In her, and I'm like, like, you could tell as we moved up Wisconsin on the map, my blood pressure went up. <laughs> <laughs> like a meter going up to Michigan, so, to, to Minnesota. So magically, when you got to Minnesota, it just got better? Well, I went immediately to a brewery. Oh. I want to thank Surly Brew Company for uh, having me over there. <laughs> <laughs> With the kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> the world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar, but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're going to find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat-screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island attitude, local latitude. Chef Mario from the Red Palm actually going to be on next week's program as we try a segment called Cooking with Chef Mario. We're also bringing back Meet the Neighbors next week. We have a business in Evergreen Park that has been around for a little while and has done some expansion, has some really cool things to talk about. And we have a new Eating Evergreen Park segment coming up very soon. That's when we go out to restaurants and review them. There's a new one along Western Avenue. We already have it scheduled. We're going to be sitting down and talking to them in the next couple of weeks. School is starting up soon. Families are kind of coming back to Evergreen Park after long parts of the summer being off or away on vacation. If you have not heard the EP podcast lately or you're new to the show, You don't want to miss anything that's coming up, like the live broadcast that we'll be doing from Most Holy Redeemer's Rib Competition on September the 7th. We're going to be talking to them about that soon. I got some trash talk after not making it to the finals last year. And we've got a really cool contest that I'm hoping to have all the details for on next week's show. We are partnering up with the Ileana Brew Bus for a full tour of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Seven stops. And we're going to have seats available on that tour for free. So, so much coming up here in the month of August, into September. Make sure if you have not subscribed to the EP podcast, whatever you're listening on right now, Spotify, if you're at the website, that's Podbean's app as well. Maybe you're on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're at, click the subscribe button. 
If you're using like an iPad, an Android, an iPhone, some kind of device like that, you're going to get notifications every week when the show comes out. Make sure you're also following us at EPPod on Twitter or Instagram or the EP Podcast page on Facebook. There is so much going on in the next couple of months here on the EP Podcast. Make sure you go back, catch up on any shows that you missed, and strap in for a fun couple of months coming up here on the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Something in the way you love me won't let me be. I don't want to be your prisoner, so won't you set me free? Stop playing with my heart, then it's what you start when you make my love come down. You want me to let you know, baby, let me show, honey, don't you fool around. Borderline. Feels like I'm going to lose my mind Just keep on pushing my love Over the borderline 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 Feels like I'm going to lose my mind And just keep on pushing my love Over the borderline Hannah, is now time for listener mail. We have not done listener mail in a bit, and listener mail could be anything. Somebody reaching out on Twitter at the EP Pod or on Instagram at the EP Pod, contacting us through the Facebook page, the EP Podcast. We get all kinds of interesting questions, and I just kind of wanted to go through a few of them right now, like this one right here, which I find really interesting. We've actually gotten a couple of them from several different people asking us if we're going to start to cover the bi-weekly Evergreen Park Village trustee meetings. In fact, one guy challenged me to ask if we could go because he didn't believe that we would be let in. So I'll answer that question real quick before I get to one that I, I gotta ask you, Hannah. They have offered for us to be there, like almost since the inception of the show. The only reason that I haven't gone is because I just don't know how entertaining it is to go to the trustee meetings. And it's like at a weird time of the week for me to be able to do it. Monday evenings are a little tough for me. So I've come up with a solution. We're going to try to have on a trustee or two and get them in here regularly to kind of recap what's going on. I think that's kind of a better plan than me sitting around trying to get audio of a trustee meeting and then trying to find a way to, to put it in the right spot in this 30 minute show. So that's a big thing that we're going to be working on. We're also going to be working on adding video to the show so that every once in a while you can get video clips when we have guests down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. We started a year ago, this August. So there's stuff that we want to continue to do and grow and get bigger and, and give you more with the EP Podcast. So don't worry, there's things coming. There's more to come with the EP Podcast. And I have Jillian who sent me a message on the Facebook page asking about your cat. And I had completely forgotten about this and I'm sorry. I was on that trip. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. We wasn't able to recap it. I kind of assumed by this point the cat wouldn't be around anymore because the cat had uh, some disease that just said was pretty much fatal and it was going to be quick. How is Charlie the cat? You, I never it's found out. It's a miracle. Charlie's still alive? It's a miracle. So it just he just started getting better? He just started getting better and we still have Charlie. Charlie is biting our ankles and being a, being a jerk and... Terrorizing and, the other cat. And surviving. And surviving. Really? It's amazing. Miracle cat. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. 
Any explanation from the vet on that? Anything like, are they just like dumbfounded? I haven't brought him back right. to the vet. So given him and our, you know, bank account, a little bit of a break <laughs> from the vet. So it's like, okay, you're not dying anymore. So we're going to wait. You know, we you're not dying off. anymore. Yeah. We don't need to do any checkups for yeah, you for you're a while. Fine. You're good. You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm broke. Well, that's good to hear. I'm yeah. happy. I'm sure oh, yeah. a lot of people I'm are worried happy. about that. I'm, I'm thrilled. Because the thing is, we talked about it. And then I had to do these shows that... I couldn't do any updates because I wasn't going to see you for almost two weeks. So this is this is a good thing because I had no idea and I wasn't able to talk about it on the show. So people yeah. have probably been wondering, why don't we know what happened to Charlie the cat? Charlie the cat the probably cat. died. The prognosis was the cat was going to die and the cat is doing better. He's uh, he's doing amazingly better. It's, it's just a miracle. And yeah, Charlie is good. He's back to being a jerk and I'm fine with it. He can bite my ankles all he wants. I'm sure he can. Yeah. Look at all those people in this great suburb Driving down 95th and Ked Z What a great place, it's called Evergreen Park But we know it better as the EP We're known for more than just the Unabomber Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street it's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park. We all know that summer is here, and for many people, that means it's time to get the car ready for a long road trip. And now that we have GPS on our smartphones and in our cars, it's a lot easier to navigate these drives without getting lost. During your life and mine, you're going to take a lot of journeys. And one of those journeys is something that I am personally not very good at mapping out on my own. It's the road to your financial goals. But there's actually a financial goal GPS that you can use to help get you where you want to go. For people here in Evergreen Park, the GPS has a name. Tom Walsh of Edward Jones, located right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. The same things that your GPS does for you on these trips, Tom's going to help you with your financial plan. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. What did you guys think of the, and this is maybe old news, it definitely is old news, but I don't think we talked about it. The results of the latest script spelling bee. Were eight people one? Oh my God. Eight. They gave the championship to eight kids. Eight kids. People. They said they ran out of words. That's bull. In the English language, they ran out of no, words. They run out of words. I find it to be ridiculous. And what's funny is that, like, there was actually, I, I, I always get sucked into the Twitter hole where, like, I start looking at what's trending. And then I see that they're talking about it. And then you see people angry at each other, like, you're the worst person ever. Porn. We know where like, this because, ends. Because it's like, one person's like, why is it that there's eight kids? Why couldn't we have just gone until the end? You're a terrible person who cares yeah, if there's right. eight everyone, kids. Everyone, like, got on me. And then I, like, went on yeah. social media and talked about yeah, it, Yeah, you got yelled at. And, and Even I've though seen you clearly two... prefaced it with, I'm just trying to provoke a conversation here. True, right. Yeah. 
Because I'm, I'm the pot stirrer. But I found I it was I, stupid. I like to, like, eight, you know, I like to throw a ball of fire in the middle of a bunch of people then watch people just argue over it. You know, that's <laughs> I love doing it. Like, then I step back and don't talk anymore. I just watch people attack each other. Yeah, you got attack for you to bring it They turned on you right away. And I've seen co-champions before. And you see the two kids going back and forth over and over and over and over and over. And then finally like, all right, guys, let's, yeah. let's go home. Eight's like, ridiculous. But eight is that. But eight is too Like eight, they gave up. Right, you gave you know, up at eight. eight. You could have come up with something. I'm yeah. sorry. I had an English dictionary I used to use as an ottoman. It was that damn thick. You could have come up with more words. For <laughs> There's words you could have used. And I don't care. I mean, with it, I don't know how long it was, but it was it was a considerable amount of time. But you know, even whatever, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten hours. Take a break. Go to the next day. I don't care if it takes four months. You keep going with words in the English. This English is what's going to make or break until, these kids' future anyway. Until little Denise is the last one standing, <laughs> tired, hungry, and, and sick, <laughs> and he spells. Some crazy word that I've never heard of in my entire life while the other seven kids are, you know, in the kitchen cry room, bawling their eyes out. And he wins. And they're dancing, yeah. telling them what And a little homeschool, you know, Sally is crying because she spelled, you know, her wrong and she got the bell. And Denise holds up the trophy and he can hardly hold it up because it's been, he's, he's been he doing weak. this for he's weeks so, at this He's point. so malnourished right. at this point. He can't even hold up the dictionary he learned the words in. And his parents are like, you know, yeah, all right. His parents, who are now fat and well-nourished, having died on the ashes of the fall. Until there's a winner. You go to a winner. You go to a winner. You can't. There are words that no one knows how to spell. Right. Make up words. Come up with words. Your word is scribble a bobble boo skoosh that's it. That's what you do. Eventually, you just resort just, to being Cab Calloway. They play the ending. Right. They play the Cab Calloway. No, no, no. Scooby Boo, Scooby Boo, Scooby Boo, Scooby Boo. Can you use that in the sentence, please, Mr. Calloway? You play the ending of an Aerosmith song, and you go, please spell what Steven Tyler is saying. <laughs> Better yet, spell and use the sentence you whatever the hell Michael Stipe ever wow. said in any song. <laughs> they just play the lyrics to Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soul of Squeeze. The entire catalog. It's Anthony Kiedis at the script spelling bee, and they have to spell the word. <laughs> Diamond Dave's entire solo album. They just go to, yeah, right. Screw the dictionary. Go to rock lyrics at some yeah, point. After right. eight hours, you just go to rock lyrics. Right. I hate the world that eight kids have to share. What do they time share the stupid trophy now? Dude, what do they do? You know they didn't make seven other trophies. No, they no, didn't. They didn't. Not at all. What I want to hope for is that when it was over, those children got together and said, I will not accept this. Right. And they just started challenging each other the words. Right. Like an off, <laughs> off. Like a like a really terrible, like, Harry Potter spell. Like, they just, like, start, like, naming words at each yeah. other. Copernicus! <laughs> like, the, 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 the weirdest nerd gang fight you've ever seen. <laughs> Spell my name. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin wins the script spelling bee. <laughs> Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. New Year's Basement, broadcast.
basement, the nudist basement, the broad basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? <laughs> I felt like it. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com.